what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Leadership GPS, insightful conversations about leadership and what it takes to be successful in today's rapidly changing organizations. Hello and welcome to Leadership GPS. My name is Alan Jackson and with me is Tony Jackson, both of us from the Jackson Group, ready to talk a little bit about leadership. How are you doing, Dad? I'm doing great, Alan. How about you? Doing fine, doing fine. Glad to have you here again today. Leadership GPS is our leadership development and leadership communication discussion forum that we have every every so often here uh, on The Mesh. We like to get together and talk about leadership. Uh, my father, Tony, here is a leadership development consultant, I guess coach, although you don't like to nope. use the word coach very often. Consultant. So consultant so leadership consultant. Yeah. Leadership mm-hmm. consultant. Working with a program called Drive Leadership, where right. he works with select organizations on taking some of their managers or individuals and helping develop those leadership skills. Yep. I'm with the Jackson Group, which is a firm conducting employee and customer satisfaction, engagement, and loyalty surveys for a variety of industries. A lot centralized in the healthcare industry, but a few other industries as well. We like to get together, talk about leadership, talk about different aspects of leadership. Today, Dad, I've got kind of an interesting dilemma to share with you. Okay. And this is a very timely news-driven one as well, something that's been in the headlines recently, especially in the tech community. And I want to throw the situation out there and see how we would respond or what, what kind of advice we could give somebody who's in a very similar situation in the future. The company Yahoo, you know, who has mm-hmm. been beleaguered oh, yeah. for many, many years, they've had a lot of change in leadership, a lot of uh, yep. issues between their board and, 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 and the presidents and everything else. They recently put in Marissa Myers, who is an up-and-coming leader. She was with Google for many years. She's now the CEO of Yahoo, has been for maybe the last couple of years. She made a decision just recently that has really gotten a lot of firestorm on the internet, people talking in the news circuits, made a decision to take anybody who was working remotely out of the office and bring them back to into the main building mm. campus. Yeah, I've read about it. So you've got an internet-based company that, you know, just as a, as a reference point, many of these internet-based companies have remote workers all over the place. Yep. So here she's made this unilateral decision. We're going to bring them all back into the building. Mm-hmm. We don't want any more remote employee working anymore, any, any more out of the office buildings. Okay. There's a lot of reasons I think she had that that change made. I think she felt like it was more of a control thing. I think she wanted everybody focused and having facilitate better dialogue, whatever the reasons may be. I don't really want to talk about the reasons why the decisions were okay. made and the pros yep. and cons. Yep. I want us to put ourselves in the shoes. This is honestly one of the first things that went through my head when I heard this. I thought, what if I was somebody, a leader, but a mid-level leader, yep. you know, maybe maybe a VP, maybe a director, maybe somebody right. that's not the top brass. Manager over of a work sure, group or whatever. exactly. Okay. Yep. And all of a sudden, I hear this, this edict come down from my boss. Mm-hmm. I've got a team of maybe 40, 50 employees, and half of them are ones that work remotely. Yep. So now all of a sudden I've got to be the one to help enforce this 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 mandate that and possibly be the bad guy. In yeah, their eyes. that's right. right. Especially if I personally don't agree with it whatsoever. Oh, you don't agree. I don't. Well, mm. I'm just saying for this scenario. I know. I know. For let's, the scenario. let's assume hypothetically this person does not agree with the situation. Hypothetically. So to look at it in more of a broader scope, I guess what I'm posing is an example of you work with an organization. The organization makes a major strategic change or decision or policy change that you yourself personally do not agree with, but yet you are charged with not only communicating this change to your team, but helping support it, even though you don't agree with it. Mm. If you were somebody in Yahoo and you got handed dad that, that message 
And you had to go share that with your employees, but you also had to support it going forward, but you didn't agree with it. What are some things we ought to try to do or we could advise those people in those situations to do to handle that? That's a tough one. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, my time's up with you this morning, Alan. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, maybe we'll have to catch up next time and see if you have an answer for us. <laughs> I did kind of spring yeah. the situation on well, you. Well, it's so. like I personally disagree with your topic today, right. now, but i got to support it. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, that, that is a tough one, mm-hmm. okay, because... You know, what it really puts a person as a leader in the position of is defending something that they find indefensible, mm-hmm. first of all. And that's a values choice. Yeah. You know, this is where it calls for a leader to act out of their value set mm-hmm. more than anything else, I think. And that being said, there's one word that I'm going to use that ought to permeate everything out of the things that can be done. And that's honesty. Okay. All right. You cannot go wrong with being honest with the folks who say to you, where are you on this? Surely you don't go along with this. You know, it's maybe okay to say, personally, I don't, mm-hmm. you know, but that's where you got to use the word, but, but yeah, yeah there's right. got to be the button there. Maybe two words. What we're going to say, honesty and a, but okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> don't forget. So, the but. That's, that's, that's right. Um, all right. Let, let's take it back a minute. First of all, I think, the leader is the one who has to grapple with them themselves. And mm-hmm. it has to be a strategy. You know, I'm, I'm in favor in a lot of the consultations that I give to managers sometimes in leadership positions. It's to say every person that you have reporting to you deserves a strategy from you. Mm-hmm. A strategy about how you're going to help them get from here to there. Okay. Same thing is true in this scenario, if you think about it. The leader, even they have to put their personal side uh, feelings aside for a moment. Mm-hmm. And then they have to step back and say, okay, but my role, my responsibility as a leader in this organization, at this mm-hmm. point in its time in history, is to help move people along okay. in the direction the organization wants to go, this being a part of it. So, first of all, they have to grapple with the fact of what, what is my personal responsibility as a leader. Sure. Secondly, though, they have to work through their own disagreement mm-hmm. and resistance to whatever that decision has been. Mm-hmm. If I'm sitting there thinking, I don't know why in the world she could make that decision. This company of our, you know, president of our company, it's a dumb thing to do. The whole world's moving in the, in the direction of farming out things and working from home and, and, and optional work environments and all that. What a modernistic thing to do. And she's shrinking it back in. You got to be kidding me. Mm-hmm. If I'm thinking that, there's hardly any way that still retaining those thoughts that I can then turn right around to my staff and say, Guess what we get to do, folks? This mm-hmm. is what's going to be happening. This is a good thing because mm-hmm. I'm not to the point of believing it's a good thing yet. Okay. Right. Yeah. So the first thing that I have to do is work through my own disagreements with it. Sure. And to do that, I'm going to have to answer answers to two questions. Mm-hmm. Two questions. And they're the same two questions that I advise people all the time. Anytime you're trying to implement change for somebody else, with somebody else, or even with yourself, you have to have two questions answered. Okay. Why? Why? Okay. And how? All right. The why is, why is this being done and what mm-hmm. good is there in it? You know, wh- why is it better than what we're doing now? And then secondly is how's it going to look when everything's in full, you know, full array when it's uh, implemented and how that's going to affect me personally. Okay. So it's almost like uh, you got to do a little homework. You got to do like homework, before, you got to do mental homework as well. Before you go and try to put on the face or the, be the, the communicator of this yeah. information back to your employees, yep. you've got to not only wrestle with it a little bit yourself, but it sounds like if those two questions are unanswered for you, the yep. how and the why. For me personally. Yeah. yeah, for you personally. You need to go find out whether that means you got to have a dialogue upward yep. to find out that information. Yep. 
But it sounds like to me what you're saying is make sure you get those answers, those questions answered first before you then go try to put on the communication front with your employees. Absolutely. And I think that's an excellent point. You're going to have to take the lead as that leader. If you're aware of the fact that I don't have enough information about this Mm -hmm. to be supportive or not, or to counter my lack of support, you go find it out. And that's tough for some people to do. Sure. They go up the line and say, why is a company doing this? Mm-hmm. Because they take it as a challenge sometimes. But, you know, be it, be it as it is, that's fine. But I'm a firm believer, Alan, that it's impossible for someone to support or even embrace something different if they don't first understand it. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, I, I, I know there's a lot of people that probably on a very uh, – uh, you know, gut reaction to things when something happens, they're going to yep. go and tell their team, talk to their employees and say, I don't know why this is going on. Yep. I don't know why they did it, but here's the deal. And I guess we got to suck it up and do it. Yeah. That doesn't really help the situation at all. It doesn't. No. Yeah. You, know, you owe it to yourself as a leader to go and get those questions answered. Yep. Because if you're asking those questions, there's probably other leaders throughout your organization asking the exact same questions well, as well. But here's also the other thing it helps you do. And this is, this is a good thing. I'm glad you mm-hmm. brought this up because if I'm, feeling some angst about trying to support something that I don't personally support. But I do take the lead. I work through my own disagreements with it. And in the process of doing so, I do take the lead and go to somebody and say, why? Mm-hmm. What does it look like? You know, how's it going to affect people? I need some answers to things. Sure. Because I, I need to translate that to other people. Boy, what it does is, Dick, you can get you out of a hole. Mm-hmm. Because you can then go to your staff and say, you've heard it announced that such and such and such. Does. Let me tell you what I've learned about this. Yes. And you're dealing that with just facts. really good. Yep. And you're just, uh, you're, you're a pass-through of uh, needed information to people. That's right. All right? And people will look to you for if you're a, one of those likable leaders we talked about before and they trust you. Mm-hmm. Because you're saying, they're going to say, okay, it's yep. fine. All right? You know, Stephen Covey, one, in one of his great books, you know, and I think it was Principal Sale of Leadership, said that managers, uh, excuse me, leaders manage four things. And we said this before on one of our podcasts. And I love it. Leaders manage four things. They manage people's attention, mm-hmm. which this fits right no, here. Absolutely. Secondly, they manage the meaning of things, which this also mm-hmm. fits this scenario. Mm-hmm. They manage trusting relationships, which also fit. Yep. And they manage themselves. Look at all four of those and how they apply to this situation that Marissa Myers has put her yep. people into. Okay, her leaders. It's almost like a good test of leadership in a way to see how the leaders respond yeah, to yeah. embracing it or not. But suppose I've worked at all that and I've gotten those answers. Then I'm going to people and then I can simply deal with facts. Mm-hmm. Here's what I know. Here's what I now understand. Let me fill you in. Now, are you in favor of if a leader has done their homework, they did their research, mm-hmm. they did their asking the questions, mm-hmm. and they got all the information they needed, the hows and the whys and mm-hmm. everything else. They go and communicate what's happening to their staff. And a staff person raises their hand and says, do you agree with this decision? <laughs> yeah. And even though you know down deep you don't. You mentioned honesty a little bit ago. All right. But you also mentioned you know, that now that we're kind of being yep. the portrayer of facts. Yep. Yeah. You know, how do you feel about that? Should a leader say, no, I don't personally agree with this, but this is the direction we're going and we're going to all get together and support it and move forward with it? Or do you put on a fake front and say, yes, absolutely. If that's what the company wants to do, I think it's in the best interest. All right. Where do you go? What not to do is easier to answer that question. Okay. And you never lie. All right. Okay. So you don't say, yeah, I support oh, it when great. you don't. And this is Good. great. And this is where we're going. What's wrong with you? Because you don't like it. You know? Okay. No, you don't tell you that. Should you say, I don't personally agree with it? Yes, you should. Okay. Or on, you can say things like, on a gut level, personally, for me, I have some problems with this. All right. Yeah. But then you got to use that but because you've already done your homework mm-hmm. and you've gotten enough information to share with people regardless of how you feel about it. Right. But you can say to them, you know, on a personal gut level, I have some reservations about this. Okay. I really do. And that's what hit me first when I heard it. But like we should all do, 
I needed to understand why mm-hmm. and how that's going to look and how it's going to affect me and others that I'm responsible for. And here's what I've learned, folks. And it's helping me come to grips with this decision. And at least, if, I can't, if I can't agree with it, I know I should support it because it's getting us to a better place for these reasons. Okay. That so, sounds really good. Right. Yeah. So you're basically able to kind of play both sides. I mean, I hate it sounds a little fake well, to say that, but you are kind of playing both sides. You're able to be honest, mm-hmm. tell how you feel personally, yep. but also making it very clear that your personal opinion is separate from what the organization feels like is the best move to go forward. Yeah. Yep. And it's okay. Can, imagine this situation. Suppose you're a director-level person, middle-level leader, and hopefully an effective and even likable leader, but you're in front of your group of 40 employees or 30 employees or whatever type of thing you have, and you're announcing this to people. And that question does come up. Okay, Tony, fine, I hear you, but do you, do you agree do you with think? this thing? Yeah. And you're putting that awkward situation. Don't model your responses around what we typically see on from politicians mm-hmm. and others on the news and everything else, where they dance around and give you anything but an answer a very it bothers me so yeah. much on all these news programs so that a reporter or somebody else ask a direct question that's a yes or no answer or whatever and the person dances all over around and the reporter has to come back and say but what i asked was yes you know right so get right to it if there's a likability factor and a leader good leadership position is always has some of that and they've developed and you develop trust with them you can honestly say to them said you know i've got some problems with it mm-hmm. but here's what i've learned and okay. it's helping me come to grips with it a little bit better. I'm not there yet, mm-hmm. but I can see how it's going to affect us. And here's how we're going to address this in our work unit that we got control over. That's great phrasing right yeah. there. That's yeah. the phrasing you use. I think if yeah. I heard somebody in front of me sharing that news and giving me that 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 level of verbiage, yep. to me that's telling me he's being honest. Yep, I can trust him. Yep. But he's also reminding us that, you know, we can't just react to things. We've also got to go out there and ask questions yep. and research and learn about it yep. and trust that there is a greater vision for where we're trying to go. Right, yeah. right. Okay. There's this whole movement. I won't say a movement. No, it's just wrong to say that. And I hope it's not a movement. Uh, I, I hope it's just an awareness, growing mm-hmm. awareness that some super leaders, and I say super leaders are those in, in the high public profile. Sure. Okay. General Petraeus, you yeah, know, and his right. affairs and that mm-hmm. type of thing. Uh, other people, uh, even starting back with Bill Clinton or whatever, eventually saying, you know, yeah, I did that or mm-hmm. whatever. There is this sense that it, it's a good thing to be honest yeah. and to fess up, mm-hmm. right? And admit fallibilities and things like that. And I think this falls in that category when you're approached by your staff and say, where are you on this? Mm-hmm. And say, oh, I'm not there yet in support, sure. but here's yeah. what I know. And I'm working towards that because I know it's, we're going to do it. And I don't want are having to do these things to be out of drudgery and, and harmful to us and our work that we do every day. So I'm trying to look at how we get beyond it, how we work it for us and our benefit. I think if your people can see you struggling with the same things that they are, but struggling towards not necessarily acceptance, but understanding, mm-hmm. I think that's a worthwhile thing. Okay. I think that's an abnormal trait. All right. Yeah. So it's okay to let them see you maybe be a bit conflicted. Yeah. And yeah. to have your emotions on, out there and letting people know how yep. you're feeling about it. Yep. But the end message, it sounds like, still needs to be, this is where the organization's going. Yep. I've asked my questions, and this is what I've understood to be the reasoning. This yep. is why we need to support it. See, that, that to me is a real role of a leader is how you translate things to people. Mm-hmm. All right? You translate a vision. You translate the change that's been announced, whatever, to people in, in terms that, that speak to where they're coming from. Yeah. That's being empathetic, like we talked about, about being a likable leader. That is being uh, in, in, in terms of their, getting in their shoes. But also, I think that, that what we have to do to, to bring that around full circle is the other part mm-hmm. of announcing to staff and being honest in your answers is you have to do some questioning of them. 
Mm-hmm. A great way, not around this honesty issue, but if somebody were to say, are you in favor of this? You go along with this? First, be honest mm-hmm. and say what you're doing to try to understand and mm-hmm. so on and so forth and where you are right now with it. But then turn it back to them and say, look, guys, I know you got feelings about this. What's driving your disagreement right now? Sure. What's behind that? What's bothering you about this? Yeah, right. And that, may, that makes you a problem sour for your people, okay? Because I'm a firm believer that good leaders shape thinking as well as performance. And I was actually going to comment, too, just on that same note. I think, I think it's really important for a leader in this situation, after they've communicated the messages they need to communicate, really open up that dialogue and questions from employees. I think yep. a leader who comes up and says, okay, so that's the situation. What kind of questions do you guys have? Yep. And really entertaining the questions, not doing it as a – You've got 10 seconds. I'll, I'll answer one or two questions and then I'm done. Yeah. yeah More of a, let's really have a dialogue about right. it. Create a dialogue. And yep. if there are some things that you have questions about that I can't answer, mm-hmm. I'll do my best to go get the best answer I can for you. Yeah, absolutely. It, you know? And the dialogue creates opportunities for exchange, right. you know, tra- transfer of knowledge between one person and another. Because a lot of times people will start believing something, being against it or for it, mm-hmm. not based on where they're coming from themselves, that they actually have formed an opinion, but what they hear the most talked about yep. by their colleagues. If I hear 15 people that I work around every day being against something, I'm thinking, well, I guess I am too. Yep, absolutely. Well, I under, right. understand it or not. Well, and, and going back to this Yahoo example, I'm sure some of the employees who were already working in the main campus, already working in the buildings in an office environment, but had friends who were working remotely, mm-hmm. heard the grousing and the, the people upset there. Yep. They're probably going to, you know, some of them will probably jump on board and say, well, yeah, that was a bad decision because yeah. it's affecting these other individuals. Yep. yep. And you've got to help remove some of the emotion and individual personality issues from it. Right. And be a leader and help everybody see the vision for it, mm-hmm. even if you don't agree with the decision itself. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's, you know, there, there's a couple of things, Alan, I think, you know, you, you started off and said, what do you do as a leader? Right. To support something vocally to people that you part, don't personally support right now or agree with. And so we talked about a couple of things that you should do. First is wrestle with your own position and understand where you're coming from first and try to get answers to the two important questions, the how and the why. Right. And do that before you go run off to your staff Absolutely. and blow a gasket or, uh, or act uh, on a gut reaction. That's right. Yeah. The second thing is you have to be honest and candid up front. Mm-hmm. Never cross that line when talking with your staff. Mm-hmm. And don't evade their questions about you. Answer them directly. You know, if they ask you, are you for it? Tell them yes or no, you know, and for why. As you're trying to wrestle with this and you seek understanding of the change or problem or whatever it's been implemented, try to find at least one thing of value. Mm -hmm. It may not be significant. It may not be the driving force, but find one thing of value. And that you can also say to your staff, here's what I discovered so far. I don't like most of this, but I do like this part because that's going to do such and such for us as well. You know, sure. And, And you need to be able to translate that to people articulately. Okay. Remember the two Two words, key words that we talked about, honesty and the word but. But. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I think there are also some things that we shouldn't do. Okay. Okay. Can I give you a couple of those oh, absolutely. real quickly? Sure. If you're opposed with this situation again, and again, mm-hmm. you're in front of people or whatever else, the first thing you do is never, never, ever act just like a neutered uh, carrier pigeon. All right. Okay. Where you get in front of your group and say, hey. Don't blame me. I'm just uh, telling you what they right. told me to tell you. So I'm just, I'm passing the information, the company but line I'm trying is, to distance myself from right. it as much that's as right. possible. The company line is. Yeah. And then if you're spouting off company line and not sincere about it and not believing it, and somebody says, where are you on this? And they'll, and your response is simply roll your eyes and said, oh, I'm all for it. I'm going on board as you roll your eyes. I mean, you're lying through your teeth. Yeah. Okay. okay. So never act a, like a neutered and impotent 
carrier of, of, <laughs> okay. of well, yes, this poor carrier poor, poor kid pigeon. Gee <laughs> I can think of all kinds of a lot of different adjectives here. you That's can add right. to that carrier pigeon. I didn't even know we did that to pigeons, but okay. But you know, a carrier pigeon is one that basically takes a message from somewhere mm-hmm. and deposits it on somebody else. Right. It takes no ownership of it. Okay. okay. So you don't do that. The second thing is you don't displace blame. Mm-hmm. If there's blame to be shared because you're part of it, accept it. Sure. But otherwise, just don't say, hey, hey, don't look to me. Yeah. Don't look to me. Right. These guys make that decision. Why they made it, I don't know. I don't know. Ask them. And that's so, so divisive in an organization. I mean, I don't think people realize the harm that kind of messaging does when trying to get teams to all work together and try to depend on each other. Yeah. If you've got a leader who's basically creating a divide Mm -hmm. by saying, oh, it wasn't us. It was those guys up there. Yep. Um, that makes it so tough to reconcile and get everybody on the same page. But it also is, it, 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 it. Um, God, I started to use one of those neutered words. Um, what it does is incapacitate you as a leader in their eyes, too. <laughs> the incapacitated <laughs> Why ask him? He's not going to have any answer. He's going to put on somebody else. Right. Incapacitate yeah. is a better word. That's right. Yeah. And the third thing that you should never do, and we've always said it, never lie. Yeah. You never lie. I mean, people can spot that. You're being well, disingenuous. You're being phony. You're skirting the issue. You're lying. You're sidestepping your faith. What is a lie? Well, you know, our, our last episode, I believe, was the one where we talked about likability. likability. We talked yeah, about so much leaders. about honesty and yep. truth yep. being a likable aspect of leadership. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if, if you're facing a situation where your likability could be challenged yeah. because of a decision like this, yep. I agree on what you said. I think honesty is a way to make sure that you still got that. You know, people may be able to walk away from it and say, well, I don't agree with what he said. But he was honest. Yep. He told us what we need to know. Yeah. Yep. And I can respect that. Absolutely. That's where the respect yeah, comes in. Right. You're exactly right. Good, mm-hmm. good point. Yeah. Absolutely. Good. All right. So those of you at Yahoo right now, you guys, you, guys, you know what to do. We gave you some <laughs> advice. We also told you what not to do. Uh, there again, regardless of how you feel about the kind of decisions that or any other company make, as leaders, we've got a responsibility to communicate, to, to do our own research, to be honest, and to share what we need to share in a very collaborative, open forum <laughs> to do that. So good. Yeah, and, and when you lose your job, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> come, come to the Jackson Group and drive leadership. We won't hire you, but, but we hope you feel better about yes. your decision. <laughs> I guess I should put a disclaimer on this. Say, you know, <laughs> publicly giving your honest opinion about a corporate decision, you know, it, it can be a little tricky, a but little it is tricky. the right thing to do. If well, you're coming from the right place at the yeah. right time with the right information, just to be honest, yeah. All right. Good, good deal. <laughs> All right, good. Well, great. Good conversation. I thought that was a, just a nice, timely topic we could it throw was. in there with good that. Good bring up. Uh, again, some background information here, uh, thejacksongroup.com. That's the Jackson Group, all spelled out. .com is where you can learn a little bit more about what we do in the world of employee engagement, employee commitment, uh, patient and customer loyalty, all those areas of surveying and consulting on the results of those. Driveleadership.com is where you can learn a little bit more about the drive leadership mm-hmm. process that Tony's involved with, taking, moving people from managers to leaders. And uh, those are the two companies you can check out to learn a little bit more about what we do. TheMesh.tv is where you can go and listen to old episodes of Leadership GPS, as well as check out other shows that we have on the network. We've got a great customer service d- discussion mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. We've got one that's on the CAPS process, which for those of you in healthcare know what that is but talking about patient satisfaction in the healthcare arena. We've got things on parenting. We've got film reviews. We've got music and sports. A lot of different shows to listen to, a lot of different programs that you can subscribe to or just download individual episodes. You can play them right there from the website, or you can go to Apple iTunes. You can go to Windows Zoom software. You can go to Stitcher Radio, all these different sources where you can find us. Uh, We try to make it as accessible as possible to everybody, no matter what platform or device you may be using. So if you have any comments or feedback for us, there's a contact us page on our website 
at themesh.tv. Fill it out. Drop us a note. Let us know if you've got a question about our topic, maybe ideas for future topics, Mm -hmm. anything else we'd love to hear from you. So with that, we're going to wrap it up. Dad, thanks so much. And thank you. That's a great uh, invigorating question to be posed with. I enjoyed that very much. And uh, just as a reminder to all you listeners out there in listener land, if this dialogue that we had about this very timely topic was of interest to you, go back and find the one on on the sources that Alan mentioned to you on the mesh. about like leaders and the other L word, I think yep. we called it, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Likeability. Yes. That tied in neatly to what we're talking about here today. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's about 50 minutes long, so kick back and sit down and, and uh, have that glass of tea or a cup of tea or a cocktail, whatever you need to get through 50 minutes of us talking. And <laughs> oh, it goes quick. It. <laughs> it goes quick. So, very nice. Anyway, they link together really well. Absolutely. Right. Great. All right. Well, we're going to wrap it up for this episode of Leadership GPS. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. Take care. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.